Health Organization declared that the coronavirus crisis is now a pandemic. This astounding and unprecedented story continues to evolve. The NBA is suspending the season. NHL regular season suspended. MLB spring training is over. Major League Soccer season suspended. March Madness canceled. A slew of conference basketball tournaments were also canceled. Anything can change at a moment's notice, but as the UFC has chosen, they can pivot at a moment's notice. Adversity has long been commonplace for the UFC. So even in the face of extraordinary odds that defy comprehension, the MMA leader marches forward. We have a sport with some of the best athletes in the world competing here in this octagon. With a stacked pay-per-view event. What an amazing night of fights from top to bottom. Headlined by an interim title bout for the ages. An opportunity was going to arise and someone was going to have to take it. Gaethje wants to go to war. The guy lives for this stuff. Now I'm in. Now I'm all the way in. It's all or nothing, nothing, nothing. Here we go. Oh, oh Justin no. Gaethje is back. Electrifying knockout artist Justin Gaethje carries the momentum of three straight first-round KOs. First-round knockout again. Into a short-notice championship bout against the world's number one lightweight. Tony Ferguson. This guy's been the number one contender since 2015. He's something special. A freestyle fighting savant. Oh, big elbow! His masterful adaptation of the combat arts. I've seen him assemble 12 consecutive wins. We want to talk about a guy earning his way to a title. He did it, he did it the hard way. They sign on dotted line, they know what they're getting themselves into. Because a cuckoo is going to get your ass. Against all odds, the pair will throw down at UFC 249 for the interim lightweight belt. The co-main event will see bantamweight champion Henry Cejudo take on former king Dominic Cruz. Very nicely done. The first man to own the 135-pound UFC belt, who aims to recapture it for a third time. Dominic Cruz is all over him. He's out. The show goes on for the ultimate fighting championship. But before the octagon rises again, we take a look back at the stories that brought us to this unique moment in time. This is UFC 249 Countdown, and it all starts right now. The series of events that led us to UFC 249 are profoundly unique. But before life as we knew it changed forever, there were decades of personal exploration by the greatest fighters on Earth. That story begins with top five lightweight Justin Gaethje, a collegiate wrestler destined for greatness no matter what form that greatness would take. I never thought that I would be an MMA fighter for a career. I have a human services degree. I want to be a social worker. I never dreamed of being where I'm at now. I had five amateur fights before I ever, you know, trained, sparred, uh, worked with the coach, and I had no idea how to, to throw a punch, throw a kick. 
Although I've worked hard since I was four years old, and um, hindsight, yes, I've always been uh, you know, on this path to fight. Gaethje has been wrestling since he first learned to walk, and has always excelled. He won two Arizona high school state championships and became the first Division I All-American for the University of Northern Colorado. He would experiment with mixed martial arts after graduation, and before he knew it, won 17 consecutive bouts, earned multiple world titles, and signed a contract with the UFC. Undefeated as an amateur, undefeated as a pro, Justin Gaethje brings his seek and destroy style to the UFC for the first time tonight. This dude is as tough as they come. It's non-stop forward pressure. Today, Justin Gaethje is known as the highlight. Body shot, a good one from Gaethje. And for good reason. Oh, the left hook connected for Gaethje. And then he right hand. And then he did as well for Gaethje. Uppercut, right hand. Big uppercut again. And it's Gaethje's moment. That's it. This kid promised everybody he would bring it when he got to this level. And man, did he come through. In six UFC bouts. Oh, he chopped him hard with that one. His seven bonuses. Crowd oohing and eyeing with every strike thrown here. What a fight. They wonder why he's been in the UFC for three fights. He's had two main events already. And every win has ended by knockout. Oh! Big right from Gigi. And down oh! goes Vic. Holy smoke. What a After dispatching his last three victims in the first round. Justin Gaethje, maybe the most entertaining fighter on this roster, top to bottom. Oh, he got him with an overhand oh, right. It's Justin over. Gaethje. That is it. Gaethje is ready to claim his prize at UFC 249. Oh, oh big right from Gaethje. Justin oh, Gaethje. My, my first round knockout. Have you ever seen anything like Justin Gaethje? But Gaethje's next opponent has not tasted defeat in nearly a decade. They call him the Boogeyman. This is awesome. Or El Kukui, as Tony Ferguson prefers. A self-made UFC superstar in his own right, who earned his ranking as number one lightweight in the world with unprecedented dominance. You are looking at arguably the most watchable, most exciting mixed martial arts fighter in the world today. Yeah, Tony Ferguson. I'm a veteran in this sport. I've been fighting for like 10 years in this Ferguson can do it all. You know, I took a chance and went and fought. He's a brilliant madman. And I know I can overcome any obstacle because I'm a trendy guy. He's one of the most creative guys to ever step into the octagon. Also one of the toughest. Knows how to survive getting hurt. And then he finds a way to finish you. My man. A three-sport athlete in high school, national champion wrestler in college. Ferguson, lifelong wrestler, two-time All-American. Black belt in jiu-jitsu. He's got his neck, this is it, he's tapping! Tony Ferguson has done it! A world champion in mixed martial arts. Every time guys fight Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson is a gifted athlete. The face is real beat up, there's bruising, there's cutting. That just tells you the amount of power that he carries and all the things that he's doing performs with a unique flair. He's got a very unusual style, the way he moves. It's almost like he's great dancing. I got something different that these people haven't seen. I'm Midwest tough, I'm West Coast savvy. He's so free-flowing that it's unbelievable to watch him compete. The style goes with the attitude. Got to 
far out. It's cool, it's shiny, and we improvise. This is the thing about Ferguson. He's not going anywhere. He's going to stay in your face, and then you got to start watching out for the elbow. Because when they start landing, then you're really in trouble. Oh, oh elbow. elbow landed there. With splendid striking. That jab is insane. Oh. And a never-ending pace. Tony just never stops. Ferguson has been nearly unstoppable. Amassing 12 consecutive victories in the UFC. Ferguson with a nasty combination. But El Kukui's crowning moment came when that win streak arrived at victory number 10. Here we go, folks. Tony Ferguson, Kevin Lee for the UFC Interim Lightweight Championship meeting for gold on the greatest proving ground in mixed martial arts. Tony Ferguson, owner of the longest winning streak in the illustrious history of this UFC lightweight division, gets his first crack at a piece of UFC gold. Oh, nice jab. Nice one-two there from El Kukui. Oh, Kevin's landing some nice shots to start the fight. Ferguson, a guy, though, you need to separate from consciousness, right? Oh, elbow, stepped in with an elbow, elbow yes. very nice. Oh, oh, he hurt Kevin Lee. Now he's talking to him. Big double leg level change by Lee. Takedown by Lee. Oh, he's got the triangle. Let's see if Kevin can survive this. There's the test. Tony Ferguson. He went out. Has done it. Tony Ferguson is the UFC interim lightweight champion of the world. Tony Ferguson is just a problem. Yeah, he finds a way to finish it. I'm here with the winner and new UFC interim lightweight champion of the world. How good does that sound? Whoa! You claim the winner by submission due to a triangle choke. Ferguson's interim title win set the stage for his long-awaited shot at the vacant undisputed belt. In a fight with rival Habib Nurmagomedov. 10 win streak versus 25 win streak. Let's go. Woo! Here we go! A mere days before the unification bout with Nurmagomedov, Ferguson would endure the greatest setback of his career. Tony Ferguson uh, hurt himself. He tore his LCL. Tony Ferguson has pulled out of the fight. He's injured. He hurt his knee. The interim title just goes away. Things have changed. I just saw you in the hotel lobby Crazy. a couple of hours ago, and now you are fighting Khabib in the main event. Tony Ferguson presents the most interesting challenge. I wanted to see that fight. I still want to see that fight. A lot of balls were bounced in the air. The ball that came out was the Cards' lone New Yorker, Raging Ally Quinta, stepping into the headliner tonight. Right away. Beasted him down. He's getting mauled like everybody else before him. And in a few short moments, Dagestan is going to have its first UFC champion. With my injury, I had to make a decision. Am I going to sit here and mope? Or am I going to get back to work? Undeterred by misfortune, Ferguson would bounce back in record time. Tony Ferguson, six months after a major knee surgery, back to the octagon. And regain his place as the world's number one lightweight contender. You might be looking at the most exciting fighter pound for pound in mixed martial arts today. Tony Ferguson, back on that UFC canvas for the first time in about a year, taking on Showtime Pettis. First round, fight, you ready? 
Buddy, you ready? Ferguson came home from the hospital after surgery in April, immediately started doing 20-pound curls until he couldn't work out anymore. He is a freak. See Pettis going right after the knees right away of Ferguson. Right away. Right, right after away. the leg. You gotta realize, when you're talking about six months from a catastrophic knee surgery like that, you gotta wonder if it's 100%. Well, six months is a ridiculous time frame, I'll be honest. It takes at least nine to get as strong as you need it. So the fact that he's pushing the pace like that is pretty crazy. And he did no physical therapy. He took his recovery into his own hands, none. I honestly have no words for that. What the last six months have held for this absolute warrior of a human being to come back and produce the way he did tonight is truly the stuff of legends. What a quick turnaround from your knee surgery to come back. Was there any concern at all that you would rush this? No, man, no. With 11 consecutive wins, a winning streak that dates to October of 2013. Ferguson, once again, might be one win away from an undisputed title shot. Tony's punches are starting to take an effect on Donald. Now you see him just kind of taking it to Cowboy. Donald's going to have to answer. So hard to know what's coming. Oh, elbow. Beautiful spinning elbow. These boys are going at it. Magomedov fight would once again be booked, just in time for the world as we know it to change indefinitely. Amidst the global pandemic that saw new information emerge seemingly by the minute, gyms would close and entire nations followed leaving Nurmagomedov unable to compete. UFC lightweight champion Khabib Nurmagomedov, he is in Dagestan. They grounded flights in Russia and sealed their borders. He is basically stuck. The UFC is now trying to make Tony versus Justin Gaethje. It was changing every day. How could you possibly know? How could you possibly predict what was going to happen tomorrow? But I knew that I could be a replacement. Ultimately, I've been preparing for this my whole life. Top five lightweight Justin Gaethje would redefine the meaning of any time, anywhere, and accept the short notice bout with Tony Ferguson for the interim lightweight title. With everything that was going on, I knew that it was going to be one of the only sporting events that was going to be going on. And I've been training. I've been sparring seven, eight rounds since January. If I fight Tony, Someone gets finished no matter what, so um, why not? Fighting Tony Ferguson uh, for five rounds uh, at this point, knowing how Tony trains for a fight. Tony is a dark force. You really need real training to prepare yourself for that. For any fighter, a bout with Ferguson requires overcoming an astounding pace, backed by his never-ending cardio. But Gaethje was born with innate perseverance. My work ethic comes through my genetics. Three generations working in the copper mines in Arizona, both sides of my family. You know, hard work was instilled in me. And go. Boom. Here we go, six reps here, man. Alternate that lead leg on each get up. I give max effort. Down back four times. And outside that, I don't care what happens. <laughs> That's what makes me so dangerous. Let's go, 10 seconds, man. Let's go, time. Here we go, over the back, ground and pound. Justin's got such a 
unique mental state to him that he's just like, oh, who cares? Here you go, finish, finish. That allows him not to hesitate. He goes out there and he tries things. Great job. Great job, hands up. And he puts on exciting fights. So if you've got a guy that can go out there and finish people and has been consistent, he deserves a shot. That's wonderful. I'm going to fight until I'm finished, or I'm going to fight until Tony's finished. And that's what I do. That's what I've always done. I possess the power to turn his lights off, and I believe I will. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And relax. Wonderful. Gaethje maintains the mindset instilled in him from an early age. His upcoming opponent, Tony Ferguson, can also attribute great success to an early career rite of passage. Is the housekeeping? Oh, hey, hey. How are you guys doing? It's my room, Tony Ferguson. When I was in the Ultimate Fighter, they did it right. I was all in-house, everything's included, and it was built specifically for the fighter. The only thing we could worry about was training, and I had that idea in my head, and it made me feel more at home when I came here and started building my stuff. My vision was to have my own facility, my own academy. What's your middle look, bro? You guys think at home. You have that, and nobody else does. Then it's kind of like you don't belong to big teams. You have your own. While all fighters have now adjusted their training to accommodate newly accepted worldwide mandates, Ferguson trains for the title bout with Gaethje as he always has, in near isolation. I have a very small circle, and I have to do that because if you hang out with people that have big egos, you're gonna act like you have a big ego. I'm too busy worrying about my and I love this man. I'm a contract to kill it out there. I aim to do my and I train like a vicious dude. I'm always preparing for three to four people, and that's why I'm ahead of schedule. I haven't had this confidence in a long time, and it took the training that I needed in an opponent. He's not getting out of that cage. social distancing efforts continue to permeate the nation. The strong bonds of family are more important than ever before. But for number one ranked UFC lightweight Tony Ferguson, the constant presence of his son Armand has always been a source of great motivation. Wow, hooks! 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 You got superhero powers when you're a pops. 
kid falls, you catch him before they fall. It's a dad thing. You can't explain it. You know, I got dad strength. I got old man strength. You know, a little bit of crazy strength, you know what I mean? He wants to come here, I, I create obstacles for him. And I love it. That little kid is my world, he really is. I try to do everything for that kid. So when I'm putting that much energy in my fathering, I'm putting that same energy in this fight game. Ferguson has certainly dedicated a lifetime to martial arts. First, revealing untapped athleticism as a young wrestler. And honing it to become an equally decorated striker. Lifelong devotion to his craft truly shines through inside the octagon. Where Ferguson masterfully combines all facets of MMA. Ferguson, very aggressive. And has produced some of the most exciting fights in the sport's history. With some of the most violent results. He's a brilliant madman. That's what he is. And he's one of the most creative guys to ever step into the octagon. His never-ending cardio is complemented with another dangerous weapon, elbows. When the elbows land, you can tell immediately. Oh, he heard him. I mean, you don't be like an artist and get this. Huh. Oh, elbow. Beautiful spinning elbow. Nice call, let me add to it. In combat, these slicing edges can finish a fight. Oh, big elbow there from Ferguson. Every time guys fight Tony Ferguson, they're always so beat up. The face is real beat up. There's bruising, there's cutting. And many surmise that they will help Ferguson. Oh, elbow by Tony. Match the high-paced offense of top five lightweight, Justin Gaethje. I only bring the blades I want to need to for the big boys. Oh, stepped in with an elbow. And he's a big boy. Deciphering the arsenal of Tony Ferguson is a challenge left unconquered by many of the world's greatest lightweights. But behind Justin Gaethje, there is world-renowned coach Trevor Whitman, who just might have the answer. Tony Ferguson, I respect in so many ways. He is key to being true to self. He doesn't change for anybody. He'll do these, these awkward training sessions, and people are like, oh, why would you do that? He's true to self. When you are so strong and selfish about being the best that you can be, you're gonna be the hardest to break. I love that about him. The key to this fight and the key to all championship fights is don't make mistakes. You have to hone in and be sharp at all moments. The first person that makes mistakes are the ones that lose fights at this level and you're never going to find a pattern with Tony, so we have to wait for the opportunity. And the opportunity presents itself, we have to capitalize. And thank God, Justin's the finisher. Sweet. Thank God I met Trevor Whitman. 
From day one, he was the perfect match. He is an artist, and I'm a canvas. I'm off. He's had, I think, 18 world champions. He hones your skill, and that's what we've been doing for nine years now. His whole purpose was to be the most exciting fighter out there, and I think he nailed that. But I don't think he wanted that purpose anymore. And I asked him, I said, what's your purpose? He said he wanted to be a champion. I looked him in his eye, I said, do you believe you can be a champion? He said, yes, there is no stutter to that. And look at the situation that we're in right now. Opportunity in MMA is available for those most willing to capitalize. Despite unprecedented circumstances, Gaethje has his title shot in the upcoming interim championship bout with Tony Ferguson. And although Ferguson is making short notice adjustments to a new opponent, He's long had sights set on Justin Gaethje. One-dimensional is what he is, but he's very good at it. He brings in a certain kind of uh, culture, I guess you would say. He puts his body on the line, attacking somebody at what they're best at, and he's just laying it all out. But everybody has the same fight inside that cage, just to win. Ferguson just keeps marching forward, man. If you really want it bad enough, you're going to knock out somebody in the first round, second round. No matter, third round, you gotta knock them out. Every guy that fights them, they end up so bloodied and battered. You can wear them down. Wear them down, wear them down, wear them down, wear them down like a paperclip till they break. This kid is a nasty, nasty fighter. And they won't be able to put themselves back together. You can talk to talk and I can you dead. If you wanna test me, I'ma test you dead. These top five lightweights are primed to seize their moment at UFC 249. I'll take uh, Tony Ferguson next. That's for damn sure. I would love to fight him. On a stage unlike any other in history, with UFC gold on the line. Fights can play out one way. My hand raised in victory, and I'm going to defend my belt owner of the longest winning streak in the illustrious history of this UFC lightweight division. There may never be another El Cucu. But Justin Gaethje wants to go to war. He wants to go to battle. I was born and I was bred and I was raised to do this. Tony Ferguson is a great competitor. 12 wins in a row, but I knock him out cold. Justin Gaethje fixed the landing once again. This is that old-fashioned showdown. Well, come sundown, I'm a Buckle your seatbelts, ladies and gentlemen. 